welcome to the 84th episode of the Tundracast today. I just have Rossi again with me. What up, boys? And free agency is in 13 days of, uh, as of this recording. Um, and we're going to predict where these free agents are going to go. We haven't done this idea for some reason in our entire show's history, which is kind of weird. But we're going to do it this year. And uh, before we start, I'm just going to say this might be one of the worst free agent classes I've seen in my life. We say, that, we say that now, but watch, in like four years, three years, it's going to be like the re- the reverse 2016 free agent <laughs> class. Like, remember how just dog shit the 2016... Dog shit, every free... single contract was... Yeah, answer. every single contract turned out horrible. But right. let, Let's just get started, because this might take a, bit, a, a while. Uh, number on one. If we, if we have any jokes or not. Okay. So number one, we got uh, Patrick Kane. That tells you a lot if the number one free agent available is 32-year-old. Uh, actually, I don't think he's 32. I think he's 33 or 34 uh, right now. So I, mean, I already messed that I'll, up. I messed I'll that check up. While, you're, while you're talking. I don't think he's 32, but if he is, um, he definitely isn't the same player as he once was. He really isn't that good defensively. Even 5v5 offensively, he isn't great. Like The only thing he has is his shot. Um, he had a not a great. Run he's thirty four. Yeah, that's what I thought. He's not. There's no way he was thirty two. Um, he wasn't great with the Rangers, and he's already injured into next season. I think he's gonna get like a one year contract. Um, maybe around four, four and a half million. Anything over that, I think, is an overpay. I don't know where he goes. I think he might just go back to New York because like he wanted to go there at the deadline. Um, he's best friends with Panarin. I think he'd take a pay cut to go to stay in New York. So I, I I think he stays in New York. Um, to be honest, I think he's gonna get like a one year, four and a half, five million dollar deal, really. He's injured. He's and I think I think he'll either stay in New York or go to Buffalo. He's from there. Yeah. Um Buffalo's high scoring. We all know who New York just hired as their coach, so that could be a big mm-hmm. turnoff for a forward. Yeah, uh, because you know he's not the best with forwards, Peter Laviolette. Uh, honestly, I'm not gonna say it because I'm gonna say the same thing for Taves. But yeah. I feel like we could see both Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane retire this off season. I wouldn't be surprised. I I'm I'm like I'm if we see either of them retire, it'll be Taves. Yeah, hundred percent. But I, I mean, think he'll yeah. either go to he'll either stay in New York or go to Buffalo for like a one year five million dollar deal. Yeah, I I agree with you there. Um, Maybe he'll go to Carolina because I know they. Uh, I don't know if he really fits Carolina style of play. They need more high end finishers. So like maybe, but I I don't think so. I think it's either I think he stays in the state of New York. How about that? Whether that's Buffalo. The two New York teams, or hell, maybe even New Jersey. We'll see. I just think he stays around that area. Probably. All right. On to the next one. Um, definitely the, the best defenseman in this class, and probably arguably the best player. Um, Dmitry Orlov split time between the Caps and the Bruins. As you see there, thirty-six points in sixty-six games as a defenseman. Not only that, he's he brings a well-rounded physical defensive game. Um, once again, I don't really know where he goes because I feel like every team could use a Dmitry Orlov. Um, didn't he, he want to go back to Washington? That's the rumor, but I think Washington's going to go younger. Um, maybe he goes back there, but you know what? I'm going to go through an off-the-board prediction. Florida. Uh, they need to upgrade that second pair because, uh, Mark Stahl is in it. All right, I, I'm just saying the Mitrorov would probably push you to six or seven games against Vegas, um, and like Florida actually has a cap space. They have right now ten million going to free agency. Um, their only free agents are Smith, White, the two stalls, and like Rakko Gudas. They have no major free agents, and I think Orlov would maybe want to go to Florida. You get all the playing time there. 
You get to live in Florida. You get to play for a pretty good team. I mean, that That's... second one's not that much of a happy part, you know. <laughs> I mean, debatably. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to go off the board and go with the Florida Panthers are signing Demetrio Orlov. Um, there's not much rumors of him going to this team, but maybe they grab him. They need a lot of help defensively. Maybe Los Angeles gets him. You see, I would agree, but they just re-signed Gavrikov. Well, they still need a, you know, a second pairing guy. They can't just roll with Dowdy and Gavrikov the whole year, especially with how injury-prone Dowdy's been lately. I mean, they also got Anderson there. Um, they've been Carson wanting to trade. Up. They've been wanting to trade Dursey and. Well, Dursey's more of a power play guy, right? Or yeah, there, there's a lot of question marks around the Kings lately, both like in net, in forwards, and even in goalies. Yeah, we'll see. I think Orlov will be pretty highly touted, and like I, like like we said, he can go anywhere. We don't really know yet. Um, yeah, we'll see where Dmitry Orlov goes in 13 days' time. Number three, we got Alex Klorn. And listen, like, Kalorin had a really good year, as you see. He had 64 points in 82 games. You know, the, the thing is, it's his age. He's 33, right? So, you know, do you want to give Kalorin a four-year deal when he's 37, when he's going to fall off? Because he plays one of those games where um, the physicality takes a toll on his body. He's had a lot of injuries in the past. I'd be wary of, be very, very nervous giving Alex Kalorin more than a three-year term. And as for teams that could want him, um, honestly, I, I don't I don't know where Kalorn goes. I'm just going to say right off the bat, maybe a team like Montreal that has all the cast space in the world. I'm pretty sure he was a house fan growing up, so I don't know. Maybe he takes a pay cut to go back to Montreal. But yeah, like, I don't know where Kalorn goes. He's going to get overpaid, we know this. Um, he's going to regress. Uh, the question is just where he goes. Yeah, we forgot to say what we thought Orlov would get paid. Oh, I think. Oh, oh, yeah, I think Orlov would get paid like six million at least. I think he's gonna get a three-year, like five and a half million dollar deal. Yeah, I I agree somewhere around that. And like for Clorin, like I think once again, don't go over three years. And I think I'm going with the same with four of them. I think he gets three years at six mil. I think Clorin. I think teams are gonna overestimate him. So I think while I think a lot of the offers he'll get will be like one, two years, but I think he's gonna sign with a team that's gonna give him the six, seven year deal. The the like a four year deal or something at like Yeah. Five million a year. I don't know what to, I he might stay in Tampa. He could go to a team in Canada. Tampa's gonna give him like eight years at like three million a year. Maybe Maybe he'd go to Pittsburgh. You know they could Pittsburgh use a they could use a a uh, a forward like him. Yeah, this does seem very Kyle Dubisy though. You know Dubis likes those like bargain bin guys. Um, you know uh, maybe another team just throwing it out there. St. Louis could make some sense. Um, like. Maybe New maybe, Jersey. Maybe, maybe Carolina takes a stab. Maybe that's the guy the Kings are going to look at. New Jersey yeah. could make some sense. Um, yeah, once again, I don't know where Corn goes. So there, it's really tough to tell with a lot of these reasons, but Yeah, it's it's tough to tell this year because there's surprisingly there aren't a lot of rumors spreading around with free agents, really. And usually there are a few weeks before. Like, okay, this guy's probably going to go to here. Yeah, um, like but... Doug, like before, like Dougie Hamilton went to Carolina. That's been touted for like two weeks before that. I'm in yeah. Edmonton was touted forever. Campbell to Edmonton, all that stuff. Yeah, but this year, um, it's kind of quiet, which I like. Um, but yeah, oh. I'm just gonna go say Montreal because why not? I'm gonna say, screw it. I'm gonna say Seattle. Oh, that's a good pick. That's a sneaky good pick. Uh, number four. Um, I mean, these two are kind of obvious, which is why we didn't put their stats and weight and whatever. If Bergeron Krejci do decide to come back, they're going to be with Boston. Probably yeah. with what? It's going to be one year, probably league minimum. I don't think it'll be league minimum. I think Bergeron will at least get a mil. 
Yeah. A, a year. Um. If either of them leave Boston, it'll be crazy. Oh, probably. I don't think either of them will leave. I think they'll both return for another year. Year by year, they'll start doing year by year deals until they're done. Kind of what you see in other in like the MLB, where certain players, when they get older, will take season by season contracts. We Thornton and Marlowe did it right forever. Marlowe, Marlowe signed like six one year deals with the San Jose Sharks, and so did Thornton. Yeah, so. it, it, It'll be so, something like that. They'll probably stay. This one was a lot shorter than our other discussions. I'll be surprised if they leave. Yeah. Uh, JT Comfort is up next. Uh, 52 points in 82 games with the Avs. Comfort is interesting because like he's their 2C. But like he's going to be commanding a lot of money. And if he's commanding five, five and a half million, if you're Colorado, I don't really do that because then you're... Because, like, the McKinnon contract starts this year. He's getting paid $12.6 million. You have to re-sign Alex Newhook this offseason. Um, in a few years, actually next year, Devon Taves is up. Um, Bowen Byram's an RFA, so, like, you need all the money you can. And if Confer is asking for too much, I think you let him go. And I do think he... Man, this is 50-50. I don't know if he stays or if he goes. You know what? I think he stays. I, I think they're going to make a move, probably trade away someone like Samuel Girard to make up that space. I think JT wow. Confer stays. I think JT Confer stays in Colorado. Uh, I think he stays in Colorado. I think they'll overpay him, though. Oh, probably. I mean, he deserves the money, man. If you see the year he had, he deserves it. And that's valuable to the Avs. He's their GC. You, but, like, they just lost Kaji last year, too, right? So you can't maybe... really lose that one this could be a sneaky thing. Maybe he goes to Chicago. He's from Illinois. Oh, yeah. Uh, he could go there, maybe, just to play. Because, you know, Bedard's there. and So maybe he'll go there. We'll, we'll, it, it's all a question of, of things. Yeah, I and I think five and a half times four. Well, you know, he's 28. You know, I know. I think he, he'd get a five-year deal, six-year deal, around five and a half million per season. I think that's pretty fair for a guy like JT Comfer, who... Who's arguably one of the best centers available in this in this Frasian class? So he'll get paid. Yeah, I agree. Okay, up next, uh, Max Domi. I feel like, I feel like Max Domi has played for half the league at this point. Um, he had a good run to Chicago and Dallas. The problem is, is he's such a hard player to judge because just the the diff- like he goes back and forth. It seems. Yeah. He has a good year, then a bad year, then a good year, then a bad year. He's too inconsistent. Yeah. Um. I think he gets something around, you know, what he got, you know, the, his last contract. So around three mil. I was gonna go a like year. maybe four, four and a half, or like two years, or something like that. Yeah, two or three years. And Honestly, like, Ottawa. Maybe Ottawa. He's from Winnipeg. He could go there. Um, I think Ottawa makes sense because they're going to lose to Brinkett this offseason probably. So you want to kind of stock up on the forwards a bit. And I yeah, mean... Replace yeah. a former Blackhawk with another former Blackhawk. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Honestly, like Max Domi could be fine for any team. I just I just think Ottawa kind of makes the most sense because, like I said, they're going to lose to Brinkett. They still have a lot of cast pieces last you season, know, too. 17 million. Um, I'm going to say he goes to Detroit. That's a good prediction. I respect that. Det- man, Detroit would be interesting, eh? Playing with Larkin, and you got, you got um, Perron there. You got Kubalik. You got uh, Raymond, obviously. Detroit yeah. could be a nice option. Yeah. I think it'll, I think, you know, Detroit at like two, three years, four, four and a half million a year. Yeah, that's probably what he's going to get. Yeah, that's what he's going to get. I'm pretty sure of that. Uh, Next up, I mean, we kind of touched on Taves already. I He had to retire. He probably retires, but if not, he goes to like some good tenure, one year, one million, but like. His health isn't in a good spot right now, so I, I do wonder if he does just end up hanging the laces. Yeah, and honestly, 
you know, with what Taves is has is going through yeah. in terms of health wise, it's not worth it to to keep playing. You've got your no, money, you've got your cups, Pots. you know. You're gonna be a you're gonna be a Hall of Famer either way. So you're gonna he's gonna have his jersey retired the the second he, re- he retired. Exactly. There there's there's no reason to risk it. Just you know, hang him up. Yeah. But if I he agree. doesn't retire, there's he could go to the same team that Kane goes to. No, there's or... been a lot of rumors that Edmonton might be getting Jonathan Taves, which would kill me. Yeah. And I don't want. I would, I do not want Jonathan Taves. By the way, there's. There's more reasons I don't want Jonathan Taves other than his play. We'll leave it at that. But, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think he ends up retiring. I don't think there's any incentive for, for Taves to come back this season. Yeah, so next. Um, another Ranger in Vlad Tarasenko. Um, no. <sighs> it sucks because Tarasenko used to be a very, very good player. He used to be like a a 30 to 40 goal score and now like that's just kind of that's kind of gone. He had 18 goals this year. His plays winding down. He's getting older. I can't believe he's 31 years old. That's crazy. Like he's 31. And like once again, he didn't have the best playoffs. Um you know, I think it's been rumored that he only wants to play in the New York area. I think he was interested in going to the Islanders a few years back. Um and I'm just going to say he goes to the Islanders because I don't think the Rangers – I don't even think the Rangers should bring him back. It just wasn't a great fit there. I'm going to say New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. The Islanders, one of those teams. Buffalo, too, maybe. Yeah. Buffalo could make sense, but I think Buffalo has a lot of younger pieces coming up that they yeah. might want to give them time. I'm just going to go with the Islanders, but I can definitely see the Devils. And as for a contract, you know, two years, years, two, three years, five million. Yeah, around that. Yeah, like, I don't expect him to get a lot. And Now watch him get like a four-year, 15, something ridiculous. Oh, great. Don't even get me started. Uh, Next, Michael Bunting. Would have been nice to have Ryan here with us to talk about Michael Bunting, but uh, he's not here. Um. You know, I I think there's too many. There's two teams that stick out for Michael Pittsburgh. Bunting. Pittsburgh's one of them, but I was also going to say Chicago. You know I think what? Chicago, Chicago maybe. Chicago would throw the bag at Bunting, and you play with Bedard. I mean, there ain't no Bunting can play with a guy like Matthews. You can play with Connor Bedard. He'll get all the time. He'll get PP one time, PK one time, first line time. He'll be a 24 minute player in Chicago. He get like 60 points a year. Yeah, if if. Plus, maybe even more. Yeah. And, like, but, like, the Bunting-Dubas connection is also there. So, like, to me, there's only, those are the only two teams that make sense to me. Um, Chicago or Pittsburgh. Um, he but, could just stay in Toronto since he's from there, too. Yeah, but I think it's, like, I think it's been rumored that he's going to go on anyways. But if I have to choose one team, I'm going to go with Chicago. I'm going to say... And you know Chicago has a lot of Caspi, so this is gonna be this is gonna sound crazy as a contract, but four years times six. That is such an overpay. It's an overpay, but they gotta get to but the. It makes they sense because they gave Anthony C <laughs> like five mil. Oh, he's so but bad. Anyways, I think he's gonna go to Pittsburgh, and Dubas is gonna be like, "Yo, come here, play with Crosby." Come back. Yeah. Play with Crosby. I'll you know, put you on the line with him if you take less money. If we're, if we're using this logic, hey, maybe he comes to Edmonton. You know, Four Connor years. McKinney. Like, you know what? If it's Dubas, I think it's like four by four. That's what I'm saying. Dubas likes his... I think Bunty would take a pay cut on Dubas. He's known Dubas since he was a kid because Dubas was the GM of the Sioux Greyhounds at the time. So, yeah. yeah. And that's why that's why I say like Dubas would be like, come to Pittsburgh. You, I'll let Pittsburgh. you play with... Crosby, blah blah, take a pay cut and yeah, you know. Yeah, I agree. That that makes sense. Uh, next up, Tyler Bertuzzi, who's really good with the Bruins in these playoffs and in regular season. Um, I think the rumor is that they really want to keep Bertuzzi around, but I just don't know how they're gonna make it happen. They have, they have five million. million, five million, oh. but yes, but like I mean, some of that's gonna go to Bergeron, right? And then. Maybe Krejci comes back. 
let's um, let's just say just for the sake of it that both Bergeron and Craigie get a million. That's two to three million left in cap space. Yeah, that's two to and three million. And you have million to re-sign left. Swayman, right? So you have. I don't. I don't think he's coming back. I don't think he comes back unless they trade. Dude, they would have to trade like Taylor Hall. Yeah, they'd have to trade someone big to keep Tyler Batuzzi. And I don't, and like no, Hall has a no moving clause, and I don't think he wants to go anywhere. He's he's moved around a lot in his career. I don't think he wants to go anywhere else. So I think Bertuzzi hits a free market. You know what? I'm gonna say off the top of my head, Dallas. Um, they're losing Dadanov and Domi. That's around like five, four to five mil right there. They can use more scoring up front, even though their offense is already good. And you know. Dallas is always one of those spicy teams. They have to piss you off. If feisty, that's players. a word for it. Yeah, that's what I said, feisty. Yeah, that, that that's the wrong word. That is it you not? Be using. They're fucking dirty. Especially okay. Ben. Okay, okay. And you're you talking know, to Bertuzzi... someone who hates Dallas. Come on. Listen, you're, bro, I mean, the Oilers and the Stars have one of those huge rivalries, too, dating back to the late 90s, early 2000s. I wasn't alive for it, sadly. But... You know, like Bertuzzi fits that team perfectly. Uh, you know, with the playoffs he had, I I wouldn't be surprised if he got a five point five times five year contract times six year contract. Yeah, that makes sense. I could also see like Tampa grabbing him. I know they have oh, like no cap space. Thing. That'd be such but, a Tampa thing. <laughs> yeah, or because Eiserman, yeah, I what the Eiserman. <laughs> I like that. I like that most of the time. Just my my pronunciation of everything just goes to the dirt. <laughs> I'll like it's the second like the can like we start recording. It just goes. Bleh. It goes to shit. Yeah, but he could go to Detroit again. Like we could just see him. Yeah, that back. wouldn't be surprising at all. I wouldn't Not be surprised all. at all. Uh, next, uh, the first goalie on this list, Frederick Anderson. Holy shit! Uh, I'm um, so glad that you brought up the goals saved above expected. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, like, honestly, I don't know what to think of Anderson this year. Obviously, his record's good and his goals against average is good, but that's because he's on a good team. If you look at his personal stats, his team percentage, and his goals as I expected, they're not so good. And I don't think, I mean, they might bring him back, but, like, they might not. Like, he wasn't the reason why they lost in the playoffs. Like, he could have done better. to bring him back? I think that's a rumor, but I, I think you just ride with Kochekov. That'd be smart. I think that they they probably want to go. I think that lately in the NHL, it's been shown that tandems yeah do very well. So, but the thing is, is that tandems do very well until you reach the playoffs. You always need that number one goalie. Yes. So something I've always argued is you don't trade Soros because. When he starts slowing down, that's a perfect time for the ta- exactly what happened with Rene and Saros. You just do that again. Yeah. And when you do the tandem, once you start doing the tandem, well, then you can have your number one goalie and Saros play the playoffs. Yeah. And because I think that that's the fall, the folly of all tandems lately is, I mean, like, look at Linus Allmark. You know, he was so good, but then once they had to just rely on him, it, it doesn't really work anymore. Mm-hmm. And you see that with all tandem pairings. So I think that they bring him back just to keep that tandem alive, but eventually yeah. they, they'll they need that number one goalie. Yeah, that's a that's a good, uh, good prediction. You know, I'm going to go off the board here maybe a little bit. Um, You know, L.A., because why not? It seems like they always need a goalie. And, uh, I mean, you know, it makes some sense until he gets injured. But I'm just going to say LA. So two games in? Yeah, exactly. They just shatters his ACL. And then Phoenix Copley has it going for the rest of the year. Poor Copley. With... All right. Next up, uh, Max Pacioretty. Oh, my God. And... <laughs> Yay. Three goals all season. What an ass player. Um, the picture was the picture you used. <laughs> What's wrong with the picture? <laughs> I didn't see it before, so it surprised me. <laughs> so yeah, Patch Ready. I'm um, probably getting a one-year bonus deal. 
as it's been rumored. I think he goes back to Carolina because, like, I I mean, I don't know why. I just think he goes back there. Uh, I think he no has something to prove there. Yeah, exactly. I heard that. I heard from a lot of Canes fans that he's done he's done a lot for the community, even though he's been injured. So I don't know. I think he just returns there. Yeah, I think he either goes there or again a team that just loves to have a lot of depth, like Seattle, Tampa. Jesus one Christ, year, Tampa. One million. Tampa, one year, two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean Patrick can literally go anywhere. I'm just, I just think he goes back to Carolina. Yeah. Um, Connor Brown. Uh, listen, I, I would bet, I'm betting my house that he's going to the Oilers. It's been rumored for the past <laughs> six fucking months. He was supposed to become one last summer. And then he was supposed to become one in 2019, but the deal fell through. He's becoming an Oiler this year. He's literally fucking best friends of Connor McDavid. Like, I don't know what else is there to say. He's becoming so, an Oiler. So if he doesn't go to the Oilers, who are you giving your house to? I'll give it to you. Let's go! <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, Connor Brown, one-year bonus deal with the Oilers. That's the one thing I for sure know is happening. Out of all these, it's the one thing I'm for sure, I know for sure it's going to happen. And now watch him go to, like, fucking Nashville now. I don't want him. Okay. Next. Um, Aiden... Wait. No, no, no. Hold on. Okay, I'm going to okay, say... Okay. I'm going to say this. He goes to... I don't he know. Because I'm torn. I've always thought... I. He either goes back to Ottawa or he goes to Buffalo. Why Buffalo? What's up with you choosing Buffalo for every free Because agent? Buffalo... No, Buffalo literally, literally just, it It seems like this is a year where Buffalo's going to try to get a lot of depth. Yeah, I and, can see And it. reaching mm-hmm. on someone, and this this is a guy you could get for cheap and just try. I think it's, that you argue that with Pacioretty, though. I mean, Pacioretty with one of those guys in the top six. Maybe. Like, if they want to go big, that's how you go big in the in that East. But yeah, we'll but see. I don't think Buffalo's going to go big. I think they're going to go for a small deal like like maybe Brown. But okay. Yeah, I could see that. I, I don't know. I'm just going with my gut. Yeah. Because obviously it's so hard to predict this. Another team he could go to would be maybe Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, especially how cap-strapped they are, this would be a cheap deal for them. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next, uh, a guy who's definitely going to get fucking overpaid. Um, <laughs> Stanley Cup champion, Eden Hill. So I weird. mean, okay, let's say this. He did have a good year. He did. He was yeah. great. Is it good? Is yeah. he going to repeat this? No. <laughs> I'm already, you know what? Screw it. I'm calling it. They're going to give him a big deal, Vegas is, and they're going to go get rid of Leonard. Oh, probably. Then what next year when Hill sucks, you just dump a first round pick on him. Or no, well, no, because he doesn't even need to suck because Flurry really didn't suck in except in the playoffs, and Leonard was was amazing until he got hurt. But they don't give a shit because they're Vegas, and they make everything in the NHL less fun. So yeah, uh, you think Vegas is a team that uh, pulls the stupid on Aiden Hill and just gives him? A I think they're deal? gonna try to. I mean, you know why? I think he goes back to San Jose. What'd you say? <laughs> I think he goes back to San Jose. I think San Jose gives him the bag. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, we traded you. You know what? Do you want to come back for four million a year? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Toronto gets him. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, and Aiden Hill and Joseph Wall. No, no. And Matt Murray Hill. and Aiden Hill. Oh, best bully tandem in the league right there. Bro, they would on dead ass probably miss the playoffs with that tandem. I don't even know how much Aiden Hill's gonna get because he's gonna get four million. Just because of his playoff just, performance, he's getting four million. You know what? I'm gonna say this. He's gonna get more than four million because how desperate every single team, team is. except like three of them for goalies. Also, you know what? He's young. He's 27. Yeah, they're gonna take... Somebody's gonna just go money. Yeah. We'll see which team is stupid to pull to um to bite on Aiden Hill. Next the Aiden up, Hill Aiden... sweepstakes. 
Oh yeah, let's go. Next up, Next. another Stanley Cup champion, a two-time Stanley Cup champion, actually, Ivan Barbashev. Um, I still don't think Barbash. I don't think Barbashev is that good. Still, I just think he wrote a heater with Jack Eichel, and some teams gonna give him a seven-year deal at like five million per year, and they're gonna be very disappointed. And I don't know why, but I I feel like Vegas is gonna try to bring him back. I don't know if mm. they do. I feel like the team that does the stupid on Ivan Pro, uh, no, not Ivan Provorov, Ivan Barbashev story, is um, man, I cannot shit. I can't actually Win think a of one. Winnipeg would be funny. Oh, oh, actually, you know what, Winnipeg, eh? Winnipeg might make some sense because they're gonna lose everyone this off season. They're gonna be desperate for people to play with. You know what, Winnipeg might be the team. Yeah, the Central Division is very confusing right now. Like, what, seven years? Uh, um, I don't think, seven I, years? Maybe five years. I don't think they're going to do seven. Five I mean, years at six million? Five, five years, years at six million? Yeah, maybe. I don't think that's worth it, but you know what? You have to play extra if you're Winnipeg because no one wants to play for your team and no one wants to play for... Sorry, no one wants to play for that team and nobody wants to play in Winnipeg. So you gotta pay extra. More money. Yeah. Uh, no. Next... no. So next up, Tristan Jari from the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, not the best year for a guy like Tristan Jari. I mean, you know, he has showed some potential in the past, but he's kind of been very inconsistent. So, um, I think I said before, Aiden Hill was gonna go to San Jose. But I'm changing that. I'm going to say San Jose signs Tristan Jari instead. Because why not? Mm, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I get that a lot of teams are desperate for goalies this off season, but I don't know what team is going to give him what he wants. <laughs> he got seven years. <laughs> Five and a half times seven. Let's go. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know what team would give him that. Maybe, think... you know, he could go to a team like maybe Hale. Maybe he just goes to Toronto, like another. <laughs> just goes Jerry Murray again. Yeah, why not? I mean, it didn't work for the Penguins. It didn't work for the Penguins, but it'll get... <laughs> they're, they're just going to switch organizations. All right. That makes a lot of sense. All right. Next up, uh, we got Tomas Tatar. Um, just played on the Devils this past season. Had a good year. 48 points in 82 games. Tatar, to me, feels like you can put him with any team in the goddamn league. And, like, it wouldn't matter where he goes. He'd just be a good fit. Um, contract? Probably two years, three years times four and a half, five million. Yeah, this would be a player I would love to like. This is like the only guy in the in the free agent class that I would like to see on the Predators. But at the same time, it's probably not wise for the Predators to really sign anybody because of just how much how many people they have coming up from Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, uh, they have they have Novak, um, uh, Tomasino, Parsonen. They got. Yeah. They've got so many people, you know, Afin to say of. Anyways, um, but, you know, I could see him. I think he'll either stay with the Devils. Maybe he goes to, you know, Detroit. Or maybe somebody like. I was going to say someone like Minnesota. I know they have the cap issues, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe Minnesota's, they can make something work out. Maybe. I mean, they've got nine mil in cap right now, but. They've got a lot of people to sign. I mean, yeah, they, and they got two USA defensemen this time. I mean, both aren't that good, and we'll get to them later. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Like, once again, Tatar can go to literally any team in the in the league, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good signing. Makes sense. Just a good middle six winger at this point. Yeah, I think maybe <sighs> a team like maybe Ottawa might – Try to grab him to yep. put put on a team. Maybe, like I said, Seattle. Seattle's always going for depth. He could just stay with the Devils. He could go to Carolina. 
Yeah, I can definitely see that. Uh, next up, Jason Zucker. And now you have a funny story about Jason Zucker. Oh, yeah, I do. All right, so the story <laughs> the story goes is that my family and I, we always have been going to Admiral's games for the longest time. So one year when Zucker was still in the AHL with the Iowa Wild, we were going to an Admiral's game. He got penalized. I don't remember for what. But he went to the penalty box, and he started getting chirped. And so he decided to pick up his Gatorade bottle and spray behind him where the fans were that were chirping him. Lo and behold, none of the water hit anybody that was chirping him. It just all got on my sister, and she eventually got sick. So my 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 pick is Los Angeles. <laughs> And um, if he does sign in L.A., what are you going to do? You got to get her a jersey. You got to get her a jersey. I'm, I'll buy her a jersey if, if he goes to L.A. The, <laughs> and I will post evidence of me doing it. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, Zucker had a good year. The last few years, he's been kind of eh. I mean, I think he had like a 14-point year, like a 15-point year when the bubble year happened. Um, He's kind of been up and down. But I think he re-signs in Pittsburgh. I think him and Crosby are close. And um, the Penguins have literally no depth. So if you're losing Zucker, you're losing kind of one of your better forwards. So I think he ends up staying with Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know really else where else he goes. I just I, I think he stays there. Yeah, honestly, I think he goes to... Uh, I think he stays... Honestly, he stays in Pittsburgh. But just to note, he is from California. Oh, so. <laughs> I mean the LA connection right there. Let's go. He's from what? Newport Beach. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, next up, oh, speaking about the Kings, we got Jonas Corposalo, and like they they shouldn't let him go at all. He's really really good. As you can see, eighteen, fourteen, and four. Um, you remember he spent half the season on the Jackets, so um. You know, he was incredible, had one of the better goal saves I've expected in the league. Wasn't re- the re- main reason why they lost in the playoffs. They should keep Corpusel because he's still young. And, um, yeah, I-, I think they should keep him. And if he leaves, I don't know where else he would go to. Maybe Ottawa? Maybe. I mean, Ottawa could be looking. Maybe, Ottawa- maybe a team like Buffalo trades away UPL. And gets rid of Comrie because they have Levi, and then gets Corposalo. But you know, the Kings should keep him. I know the Kings have been trying to go after Saros, but that's going to cost them two arm, two arms, and two legs. So that's not quite the wisest decision they can make. I think to stay with Corposalo would be perfect. You know. What What about Arizona? Maybe he'd go and play with Vimelka, but I think Arizona's happy with Vimelka and Ingram. Yeah. As their as their tandem. Um uh, Yeah. As for a contract, like five years, four and a half million, five by five. Well, I honestly think that he'll get like a five year deal worth like six mil because of just how goalies are gonna be. And like and as we said in as we said in this podcast, a lot of teams are desperate for goalies, so there's gonna be some overpayment. Yeah, and, and think year. about it this way: Jonas Corposalo and his agent can be like, "Well, look at what I did for you guys," and compare that to somebody like, you know, somebody who gets paid six mil or even some around that, like uh, Campbell or yeah, Bennington or. Markstrom or just a goalie that very harshly underperformed who gets around that money. Yeah, good point. Uh, next up, Ryan O'Reilly spent time with the Blues and the Leafs this season. At this point, you know what Ryan O'Reilly is. He's still a pretty good defensive player, even though the offensive game is kind of worn down. Um, O'Reilly intrigues me. I think he goes back to a team he's played for before, and that's not St. Louis. That's not Toronto, and it's not even Buffalo. I think he goes back to Colorado. Um, I think he'll take a, a huge pay cut to go back there to win another cup because I think at this point, you know, he's going to be 33. 
I don't think he cares about he raised he's already made all his money. He just cares about winning more cups. Colorado's obviously still gonna be a very, very good team next year. And um you know, you sign him, you bring him back Comfort. That's still one of the strongest centers in the league, one, two, and three. Um, hell, you can even put him on the wing if you have to. So, um, personally, I think he goes back to Colorado, but you know, he might go back to St. Louis. Maybe he stays in Toronto. Um, but I think most teams in the league would be happy with Ryan O'Reilly on their team. Let's keep the meme going, Pittsburgh. Uh. Oh yeah, former Leaf. Let's go, do Yeah, du- he's just gonna follow Dubis everywhere. Um, yep. con- contract. Uh, I, I honestly, I I think I'm gonna go differently. I agree that there's a great chance he goes to Colorado, but I think he's gonna try to go to a T. Te- like, I don't think he'll go exactly with Colorado because you know how injured they are. I think he might might want to go to like a safer option. You yeah. know, so I think we could see a team. I think we could see a team, maybe like Los Angeles, who could use somebody like him there. Uh, maybe, maybe even Florida, just getting more grit. I think a great option would also be Colorado. Yeah. So I think I think there's a few teams that are in that sweepstakes. I mean, hell, we could even see Buffalo again because yeah, Buffalo yeah. could use him. For sure. I, I think it's all up to what he feels is the best destination to win a cup. Yeah. All right. Next up, um, Jordan Stahl, similar to what we said about Bergeron and Krejci. Jordan Stahl will come back um, to Carolina. It just really matters about what the contract's going to be. But what they have to do is they have to reunite the Stahl brothers. You have to sign Mark and Eric. I, they don't, they've never played together, have they? Jordan and Eric did. Right? No, I mean like the three of them. They've never no, played No, they together. haven't. No, not at all. No. Okay, that needs to happen before they retire. Like, Mark Stahl can be the seventh defenseman there. Eric Stahl actually had a pretty good year. He had like 30 points. He could play on your fourth line for a league minimum. Um, they just have to happen. We need to, We have to see the Stahl brothers together. And like, you know, I, I, I think they'll make it happen. I think everyone wants to see that. So, you know, hopefully there's, it does. There's, there's no harm except, you know, PR harm. Exactly. Besides that, there's no harm. I mean, I don't think they care about Pierre. They got Tony D'Angelo a few, a few Tony D'Angelo a few a few years ago. Yeah, so. I don't think they care about Pierre either, considering what their fans, you know, do. <laughs> yeah. So Jordan Saul's gonna go back to Carolina. It just depends uh, what the contract's gonna be. Maybe like three years, or like one and a half million per season, or something like that. Um, speaking about the, uh, the Canes, Shane Gassisbear, um. Play for the Coyotes and the Kings this year. Um, he is what he is. He's a power play specialist, second pair D. Um, contract wise, probably five years around four, five, maybe even upwards of six million. If someone's desperate for a defenseman, Chicago. I was gonna, exactly going to say that. I was, I was gonna <laughs> going to go to Chicago because no, listen, because he can play on that top power play with Bedard, um, and all those guys. And I think Bunting. I, we mentioned it. I think Bunting goes there. And, uh, yeah, he could be a 50 to 60 point guy. And, like, uh, that contract is going to be worth it because they're not going to do anything during those years. You know, I, I think Chicago's pretty likely. I, I think I like that fit for them, actually. Yeah, I think. Well, there's a player I think is more fitting for Chicago later, and I'll talk about that. But, yeah, definitely yeah. he could use he could use something in Chicago. If, if it's not him, maybe Vancouver. They'll probably just replace. Oh. Oliver Ekman Larson so with stupid. with another uh, yeah, but it's the most Vancouver thing to do. To ju- it, it, it's just Vancouver. It, it's so fitting for Vancouver to do that. So Nenner D can play D. You got you still got Tyler Myers there. You got Hughes, who's a good defenseman. You just can't play D. You got then you're adding in Gosses Bear. Like Jesus, that's one of the worst D's in the league. Like just defensive wise, it's awful. Poor Demko. I mean, he's a future king. He's gonna come. He's gonna go home, because I'm pretty sure he's from Cal. I'm pretty sure he's from Cali, right? Or am I tripping? Uh, he's pretty- from he's from San Diego, California. Yeah, see, so he's gonna go home to California one way or another. So yeah, I think Shane Gossiper goes to Chicago. Um, he so goes. I think he goes to Chicago or for Vancouver. Or maybe freaking Anaheim. Who knows? Maybe, I think he just goes maybe to he'll go to Minnesota to replace Klingberg. Oh, that'd be a good option, eh? 
I didn't Maybe. think about that. Uh, next up, Scott Mayfield, who I think is actually one of the better defensemen in this free agent class. Um, he's just a solid guy in his own zone, brings a lot of physical play. Um, he can produce some offense, as you see, 24 points in 80 games on the Islanders, who are not known for their offense. So that kind of makes it a bit more impressive. And I think he goes to St. Louis. He's from St. Louis. Um, St. Louis really needs more defensemen because their defense is not that good. And there's the goaltending. That is also true. And as for a contract, four to five years, four million, four and a half mil. I could see him going to. I think he. I think he'll probably stay in the New York area. In my opinion, maybe we see him go to like New Jersey, or you know, cheaper option. I think he might go to St. Louis. But I'm going to say maybe to replace someone, to replace a defenseman that they lost, maybe he goes to Philadelphia. Oh, Philly. I could see that, actually. Yeah. Because they got, they lost, um... Rovarov. Yeah, that was... When the hell did Philadelphia get Tony... What the hell? When did they what? get Tony D'Angelo? Last year. They traded for his rights. Oh my and god! Ryan, could... And Ryan Ellis is still dead. Yeah, he's. But anyways, Cal Peterson, Cup champion, twenty twenty four. Let's it. go! All right. Um. Next up, Ekman Larson, who just got bought out. Um. <laughs> by the way, from day one, that trade was awful. Just terrible. What, but I digress. What even was that trade? I'm gonna bring it, was... it up. It was pick nine, which became Dylan Gunfer. Um, pick nine, I think a second rounder, Erickson, Beagle, and Roussel for Garland and OEL. Jeez. And the funny thing is, those three guys I just mentioned, Beagle, Roussel, and Erickson, they had one year left under, under contracts anyway, so they, they were going to be UFAs the year after. So um, Jim Benning, awesome job. Um, as for teams that want Ekman Larson, because I still think Ekman Larson can be a good bottom pair guy. I think um, he can be a good offensive defenseman, like we, like he showed a bit of in Arizona, which is why yeah. I think, which is why I think he'll go to Chicago. He's gonna get all the playing time in the world, and I think he'll go there for one year, a prove it deal, to try to get a big contract again. I think yeah, he's gonna. I was gonna go with Boston or, or Tampa because here's the thing: um, a few years ago, um, before he went to Vancouver, uh, it was reported that the two teams he would only want to go to were Vancouver, obviously, and Boston. And Boston's gonna lose Orloff. They're probably gonna lose Bertuzzi. They're gonna lose so much depth this season, off season, so they're gonna go for those bargain bin cheap guys. And Ekman Larson, sure, he's definitely not as good as Orloff, but. One year, one million on your third pair for Boston. That's a cheap guy who's been in the league for a long, long time. That doesn't hurt. And I think Tampa makes sense for obvious reasons. It's Tampa Bay. Ekman Larson would love to go there. They, I mean, Tampa did it with Shattuck a few years ago. They signed Shattuck to a one-year, low, uh, very low salary deal to build up his value. They won the, He won the cup there, and they got paid by Anaheim. So... I think one of those two teams makes sense, but you no, know, you bring up Chicago. I think that's also kind of interesting. Yeah, I, th- I think he'll either go to Chicago to try to get another big boy contract. I guess it just depends on where he sees he is in in his career. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think he could also just go to Boston or Tampa. All right. Next up, um, I don't know who'd want John Klingberg. I'm pretty sure Jay Fresh said. Like since his stats are tracking, which is I think all the way back to 07, that he's he's one of the worst defensive players to ever play, um, and as a D man, that's not a good thing. Um, 33 points in 67 games split between uh, the Anaheim Ducks and the Minnesota Wild. I don't know where the hell he goes because, like at this point, he's a he might just be a third pair power play specialist. It's just been downhill ever since he's he's left Dallas. I'm gonna say Seattle because why not? I feel like they can maybe add a bit more 
depth to their blue line, maybe a bit better power play guy, because they don't really have a true PP quarterback. Vince Dunn's their guy right now, but I think he can do a bit better than Vince Dunn. And contract-wise, I don't know, one year times like $3 million. I'm going to go a bit differently. Oh. I Chicago. Think, yeah, that's an obvious choice as long like right with all the other offensive defensemen. <laughs> they're going to want to go there and try to get themselves a contract somewhere else. But I think that we could see him go to a team like San Jose to go with, uh, you know, Benning because they might be getting rid of, you know, Eric Carlson. So I think we could see that. Ooh, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I don't think he'll go to Seattle. I have somebody else in mind for Seattle as a D-man. But I think it makes sense that he goes to, you know, like I said, San Jose. Maybe Winnipeg. I mean, why not, right? You're going to get all the playing time in the world in Winnipeg, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That makes sense, so that's who I have. All right, next up, uh, Martin Jones. Uh, it's very weird because his record, you would think, oh my god, he was good. But then you look at his stats and like, oh my god, he's ass. Um, by the way, <laughs> uh, his goal saves above expect is pretty nice. Um, I don't know who would take a flyer on Martin Jones because, once, like we said, he isn't good. But I'm going to just, you know what, I'm going to say Tampa because they lost Brian Elliott. They need an experienced backup behind Vasilevsky because Vasilevsky can't play 60 games a year again plus the playoffs. It's killing his body. So maybe you can give Vasilevsky 50 games, give Martin Jones 32 games. If he can do that, uh, dude, if you look at his record with the Kraken, he can easily do that out of Tampa Bay. So I'm going to say like one year times one and a half million for Jones in Tampa, but I don't really care. I don't know where else he goes. Just to note, for the 2022-2023 season, there was only one Seattle Kraken goalie who had a save percentage of 900 and, or better, and that was Joey Decord, who had a save percentage of 900, and that was only in five. And that was only in five games. <laughs> oh my God, Seattle's goaltending is so bad. Honestly, this this, was good. this might playoffs. this might sound crazy. I think we're gonna see a lot of regression from Seattle. Hmm. I think at some point their offense, you know, because if you can shut down, like I think we'll see a regression. I gotta, we gotta look at, I gotta look at analytics to see if I can find any to see if maybe that's wrong. But I agree with you. I think he could go to a team like Tampa. I don't. He has besides that one year with the Sharks, he hasn't been good since he was backing up quick. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe we see him go to a team that besides Tampa that just would need a backup goalie like um you know maybe you go to St. Louis you know go maybe to he, I mean Vancouver hangs a backup and he's from Vancouver so maybe he goes to Vancouver maybe I mean yeah there's there's a lot of question marks yeah all right uh next up um Matt Dumba um I, I don't know what happened to Matt Dumba. He used to be good. And, like, it's not like he's old. He's 28. He had 14 points in 79 games this year. I don't... There's going to be some team that throws the bag at Matt Dumba, and it, the second they do, they're going to regret it. Um, I think... I think that team is going to be... Nashville. Shut up! Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> fuck our monetization! Shut the fuck up! It's gonna happen. I hope you no. I you know what? Now I hope that you don't get Connor Brown, and then you have to give me your fucking house. Get out of here! <laughs> fuck you! You make the fence been good though. You can fix Matt Dumba. We cannot fix Matt Dumba. <laughs> yeah, you can. No, we cannot. Listen, the there's always the one. There's always the one. There's one player that Nash. There's people. There's certain. Pe- there's certain players that Nashville can't fix. Nashville makes all goalies look good. If you don't look good as a goalie in Nashville, you're never going to look good. So what goalies did not look good in Nashville? <laughs> David Reddick. Exactly. He's never been good. Nashville can't save every defenseman and goalie and make them look good. Listen, we made Carter Hutton look like a Vesna Trophy 
goalie. We can't do that with Dumba. I mean, who's going to play on your right side? You can't have Tyson Berry. Favreau might get traded. Carrier's fine, but, like, foot is eh. Livingstone isn't really ready yet. Like, it's going to be Matt Dumba. No. we Do you not realize who we have coming up from the AHL? Uh... Bring, bring in my boy Kevin Gravel or Luke Prokop. <laughs> bring him up. Okay. So what's your prediction for Matt Dumba then? Well, remember a few few minutes ago. Well, not a few minutes ago. I don't remember how long ago. When I said I had another defenseman in mind for for Seattle. Matt Dumba? Yeah. I think it's I think he's a guy that Seattle would want. You know, he's kinda got that that sort of play that they want. Well yeah. used to. I mean but I think this is somebody that Seattle goes for. I mean, Seattle was got to the playoffs by, well, other teams underperforming and being injured, but also because of the crazy amount of depth that they have. And I think that we see, you know, an extension of, of that this, this season where they just add to their depth. Interesting. All right. So basically the exact same argument I used for Klingberg. But yeah. anyways... Here we have a very other notable free agents. Um, we're not going to go through all of them because there's like 30 guys on this list. But I will ask you, um, out of the guys listed here, name me three that intrigue you the most. Like um, Three guys you would like to see Nashville maybe sign. Well, as I've said before in the podcast, just with the way the roster is in Nashville right now, it's a weird roster. I want to make a video on it. I'm going to when I have the time. I really don't want to see Nashville make any deals. I think that they should just sign who they need to sign on their team. Maybe get somebody. But more importantly, keep the cap space. as as Keep yourself with as much cap room as you can. Don't, don't buy into the cap going up. Because there have been many teams who bought into the cap going up. And then the cap didn't go up. Yep. But... For if I'm Nashville right now and I'm looking to buy some players low and stick them somewhere on the team, I'm very interested in Paul Stasny. I've always loved him as a player. I think he could be good for Nashville's bottom six. Another player like that would be Please Suter. I think he could do well for Nashville or any team in general. I'm talking about teams in general. You know, Jesper Faust could do well. You know, you could. Maybe even see, you know, I think somebody, another interesting player that you could take a chance on would be somebody like Zach Parise. Maybe he could find a bit of form again. You know, Nick Bukestad has always been pretty good. Yeah. So I I think it all depends on what your team is looking for and how much these players want. And you're a big Eric Howell guy too, so. Yeah, I'm I'm big on Eric Howell, you know. I would like to, you know, it's it's just the point where Nashville's at a point where they have 15 million in cap space right now, and I would like to see them use as little of that as possible this free agency. All right, so for me, uh, my three picks, I mean, obviously Nick Beekstad played for us, but I'm not going to really mention him. I'm going to go with first Jonathan Jaren. I think... If he gets out, if he doesn't play in a pressure cooker situation like Montreal or Toronto or like any of those big markets, I think he'd do well on a one-year league men deal, boost up his trade value and his actual value in the top six. I think he'd do well there. Um, someone else that intrigues me is someone like Evgeny Dadanov. Um, didn't do well in Montreal, but he had a great um, run with the Dallas Stars. I still think. On a one or two year deal, he can do well on your third line, and um, I'm gonna go ahead and say Gustav Nyquist because um, once again he he started on the Jackets, um, got traded to Minnesota, did pretty well there, and once again I think those are the type of guys teams should try to target um, guys on two year deals in their mid 30s that can still play in your third line, so get you 20 to 20 goals and 40 points. So um, those are my picks. And that'll do for this podcast. Um, we got the draft stream next week. Um, we'll probably make our mock draft later this week. Um, yeah. yeah. 
We got free agency coming up in a few um, weeks. We've got we're gonna do the FA um, off season grades again, and whatever news in between. And after that, of course, we'll make videos on those. And then when next season hits, we'll promise. I promise we'll try to be more consistent with these uploads. Uh, this year it was just really weird. It, everything kind of got thrown off last second. Um, yeah, a lot of us were. A lot of us. We're, we're busy. A lot we're of us busy really and busy. doing a and doing a lot of stuff around and yeah. You know, we just so, didn't really have the time. Yeah, I've got a few projects I want to get. I want to get working with Shay. Um, yeah. You know, hopefully before before the even draft. Hopefully before the draft even starts, we'll have two to three videos coming up before this. Not even counting this one, so like four before the draft. Right. But that's kind of what I want to do. Got a few things to note. Um, but yeah. That's about th- it. That's about it. Um, so yeah, make sure you guys like and subscribe. We I don't think we ever said that at the end of our video, so I'm saying it now. I usually Please say it. Sus- I usually well, say I if you like the it. video, like it. If you don't, dislike it. Subscribe. Yep. And yeah, later this week we'll have our mock drafts out. We'll probably have the draft stream. It's going to be a fun next few weeks in the NHL. Thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.